basically I just got addicted to to posting. I was posting on Marketplace, my Facebook, my Facebook page, Facebook ads, generating leads and offer up, let go, five miles, incredulous. So I was just all over the place. <laughs> and Melissa Gomez is our guest tonight, and I'm super excited to introduce you to Melissa because she's been a champion in our industry for over 10 years. Uh, she had found so many techniques to generate leads that transform into sales that it's absolutely amazing. And she's going to share everything with you tonight. She's not going to hold back. Her first year, she sold over 350 cars. I hope this gets your attention. Most of them thanks to Facebook Marketplace. So it's been an incredible ride. And now she wants to share the techniques with you. If you are ready, if you are ready, with no further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Melissa Gomez. Melissa, take it away and share your story. Hey, everybody. I hope everybody's doing good. So I was born in Colombia, actually. And Ooh. I came to the States when I was four years old. I have not been in the car business for very long. It's only two years. Before that, I've had my marketing company for two years where I was doing um, customer spy, like, you know, going to companies and, and just pretending to be the, you know, the client and trying to search why people had issues with their companies and their service. Doing marketing, social media, and um, that's about it. It was It's very more like advertising and marketing. And now, since 2017, I started in the car business by mistake. I bought a vehicle in 2016, and that vehicle gave me a lot of problems. Mm. And I was a little mad because I was like, this sucks. Like, you're spending all this money, um, you know, trying to get a reliable car, and then this, this dealership sells me this, this funny car. Sometimes it can't be their fault, but... Um, I went to a place, you know, for it to be repaired. And casually, there I saw the person that sold it to me, which was actually the owner of the dealership. And I was like, hey, what's up? Look at this car you you, you sold to me. Oh. So I told him, hey, I don't have a job. And I want to change the negative stigma of the car business. And I went and worked for the person that sold me the bad car. <laughs> wow. So he told me, yeah. So he told me, hey, I haven't seen women in the industry. I don't think you can handle it. And I'm like, huh, watch and see. The first week I sold seven cars. From there on, it was super successful. Marketplace only started like in 2016-ish at the end. So in 2017, obviously I started, you know, looking in Facebook and trying to figure out how I'm going to sell these cars because I didn't want to rely on the traffic because there's always snakes, you know. So I said, nope. I'm going to go find and search how to generate leads with my marketing experience and see what can happen. That was in February when I started working for him. And approximately June, July, that's when it all exploded. And I did my first 52 cars. Uh, in today's world, the salesperson must be at least 90% marketer and only 10% closer because of the information page and because of uh, this overload of information. So, 
because you came from marketing, you had that uh, instinct to start mm -hmm. reaching out to other sources instead of just uh, waiting for the app, right? Mm -hmm. Please take us through your process. Exactly how do you do Facebook marketing? So basically, I just got addicted to, to posting. I was posting on Marketplace, my Facebook, my Facebook page, Facebook ads, generating leads and offer up, let go, five miles, incredulous. So I was just all over the place <laughs> and strategizing what to post. Like if I'm going to go to Craigslist, I'm going to post the cheap cars. If I'm going to do it an offer up, I want to post cars on the 10,000. I'm going to go to let go. I'm just going to post everything. And then if I do Facebook ads, um, I would like to um, get people through their emotions. So I was doing actually Facebook ads only with the pictures of the customers when we were taking pictures with the car. So in that um, month of June, July, I sold an average of 52 cars and it was pretty much wild. I've, what I earned that um, month is what I earned a year, the year before. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God. Did you work at an independent store before you started working in Indiana? Yeah, my three stores were always independent. It was a lot, like a car lot of 50 cars and we were only two people and we were flipping 60 cars a month. So it was pretty good. Would you say that it's easier to use Facebook Marketplace and all the tools you're going to be talking about tonight if you're in independent store or franchise store? You can use it any anyhow, however you like, but it is much easier in independent stores because independent stores always will have cars, you know, really economic. Um, they have the option to work with banks or buy here, pay here. Well, this is a great challenge to do it in a franchise store. So oh my gosh. What yeah. I'd like to ask you is if you could be kind of um, all these uh, resources that, that you've shared, let go at Craigslist and Facebook, if we can just take one at a time and kind of give me the best practices and what's the, what's the difference between, between all the stores, what type of, uh, what type of people are, are seeing these cars in the different uh, sources that you mentioned. So I thought Craigslist is, uh, is kind of played out at this point. Tell me how it is nowadays. How do you post cars on Craigslist effectively? Do you have to pay anything or it's free? Or if it is, you have to pay. How do you trick around that? Well, right now they do um, ask you to pay $5. And a bunch of all these places, um, apps that I've mentioned also are actually in this time nowadays. Two years ago, no. But now they're asking to be, you know, $5 per car. But um, recently, I've been using this Craigslist is to buy people's cars. So I tell them, hey, you know, like if I were a person and they have a really good car, I said, hey, I want to buy your car. So I invite them to the dealership. We do an appraisal. And most of the time, that person will actually buy a car and just leave that one as a down payment. Others will want, you know, to sell the car as a cash deal or whatsoever. And others will not like what you're giving them, but... You know, you, you move on. That's what I've used Craigslist for. So Craigslist works different in different demographics. Can we say that? Yeah, I would say that. Because in Florida, it was so easy. You will find, let's say, a 2015 Corolla S for, let's say, 12500 You offer the person 10500 or 10000 if it's, you know, paid off. And then you can actually sell that car for fourteen seven. Um what I'm doing now, since I have so much social media presence, I say, hey, don't sell it in Craigslist. Let me, 
steal all your pictures and I'll put them in my social media and I'll sell it for you and give me three hundred dollars for that sale. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, so I tried to. I have a lot of followers in, in Facebook and Facebook Marketplace. So I've helped a lot of people. Like if they have a car for sale, I'll just sell it for them. So I started doing that instead of because a lot of people were just going to my dealership here in Indiana and their appraisals were pretty pretty low. Obviously, because the cars are not in such well conditions, and if you're selling your car, it's because you want to get something better. So it's kind of it's kind of complicated here because there's a lot of rust and a lot of bad cars. Yeah. In Florida, you can find nice stuff, you know, but here, poor cars. Uh, yeah. Let go is one that not too many car guys talk about or car girls. It's good. So so let go is a pretty cool platform because it lets you put like a lot of stuff um, about the vehicle. Um, unlimited pictures and it's basically the same you post it you have a you know a platform where it boosts it for you if you want to or it will pop out depending on your zip code and then basically they will just you know I put my numbers I have tricks for obviously for every single platform <laughs> but I write a same paragraph in every single thing that I post it could be Lego Facebook or whatsoever and basically these people will just heart you know like your your post and message you and it's so easy like i wasn't wasn't able to use a lot of letgo in florida because the problem with letgo if in your same dealership right it recognizes your ip address so if you have another coworker that is obviously also posting on letgo you can't do it because if there's the same article post it two times, it will delete the, the second person that tried to post it. How does OfferUp work? Um, OfferUp, unfortunately, now getting, you know, putting it to be paid doesn't work as well because you're, they have something depending on the time you post and the day you post. So if it's been three days that you posted this this information, it's just going to go like your your listing is going to go down 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 and they obligate you again to promote it or to boost it in order to go back up before when it was free you will be able to like i was able to post let's say the 50 cars that we have that are used three days after i will delete every single thing and market sold and start over delete and start over delete and start over and it was it was cool because your your thing was always up and since you have like 50 cars you always had a chance for people to see your stuff, right? Yeah. But now that they're charging, it's it's dumb. <laughs> I I don't I even had it on my Facebook um, group. I used to have uh, lead generating Facebook marketplace and offer up. Now I just did, you know redid my logo and everything and, and decided just to do um, marketplace because it's it's the most quickest one. But yeah, offer up it's not good anymore. It used to be the best. It used to be really good, but now... Well, Facebook target marketing used to be the best. I remember the times when I used to go to dealerships and and they would say, oh, you can't sell cars on Facebook. And I would build a... And there still are. <laughs> yeah. I and have it... a bunch of people that... My first video, my first video of my training is go and talk with your manager first. Go talk with your manager because you can get in trouble with compliance. Let's protect some salespeople out there getting getting in trouble. So what are you talking about? Okay, so there's this thing called compliance and disclaimers. So you have to sit with your manager and try to figure it out and say, hey, I might be posting on Facebook. Do you want me to post the internet price or do you want me to post the MSRP? So if you post 
the internet price, you have to put a disclaimer that the internet price depends on this, 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 and if you qualify to this, this, this. Oh. Not everybody will get that. So what happens? If you post the car, let's say it's thirteen five, right? And when they go to the dealership, they don't get any rebates or, or anything, and the car is actually seventeen five. People get mad and they say, nope, you have to, and they can sue. You have to give me the car for the price that you listed online. Even though this disclaimer, let's say you don't put the disclaimer, let's say that. If you don't put that disclaimer in your Facebook ad because it will show that you modify it or not, meaning like, oh, shoot, let's write it real quick. No, it, it will show that you just wrote it. Um, if you don't have that there and the person says, hey, I came because this was the price and you're going to sell them for that price, you're going to have to sell it for the price that says right there, right? So with new vehicles, I would suggest, even though it's ridiculous, just put the MSRPs, put hmm. the whole value, and put the note that there's extra rebates, blah, 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 if you qualify. So <laughs> to protect yourself, always go to your, to your manager and say, hey, what do you want me, how do you want me to strategize? You've mentioned that word twice, that you get addicted to posting and addicted to ads. Do so you actually enjoy building the ads, huh? I do. I do. I do. And I did it a month for free at my dealership in April. And we had a very good successful month. Like there was a lot of walk-in people trafficking. There's new stuff that are called pixels that actually retarget people that have visited your, your website in the last, let's say, 180 days. So in their Facebook, it's going to pop out your, you know, your brand over and over and over and over until they click it. And then it becomes a funnel and all that cool stuff. So so it is pretty good. There's so many ways to do it. Like, like for example, if you have a really good audience already in your Facebook and it's not random people from here or there, like in a car dealership, and it's mainly people from your city, one of the best ways to do those Facebook ads is actually um, targeting your the people that like the page and their friends because it's most likely people to follow things that are like na natural to them that they can trust. So, yeah. well, oh, okay, so I saw her that she bought this car there because I saw that picture and I saw that Christy Cupo Chevrolet page. And now, oh, look, now they're trying to make me buy a car from them. So that's a very good way. And it's very cheap. It's still 0 0.0001. It's the cheapest one right now. And now that you can actually target videos by True Place and not spend money by five seconds, you can now actually pay for people that see it for 30 seconds, that people that are actually going to see the whole video. There's a lot of stuff. It's yeah. like the Facebook manager page is like gigantic. Yeah, so PJ Quinn was under the same impression that the specific ads have been turned off from Facebook. Do you think that's also based on demographics or specific accounts maybe? or You just have to know how to do it and do not do it from your Facebook. You have to have the Facebook business manager page yeah. or have the, the app in your phone that is specifically for ad management. Do not do it from, oh, let's just click here and promote and boost. That's stupid. Because <laughs> it's not going to give you anything. Don't do it from your, from your, from your page page. You got to go to the actual app. So Derek Alexander right here says, should a salesperson put more energy towards marketplace or boosting ads? I've had success in marketplace, but nothing off of booted posts. I assume he means boosted posts. Yeah, the thing, Derek, is if you don't know how to boost posts, go with Marketplace only because yeah. you're going to just throw your money through the drain, you know? So, 
also, if I could add, Derek, never, ever, ever press the boost button because mm -mm, the boost button will only advertise to people who already like your page. Yeah, don't do that. Even if you select certain things, don't do that. You have to be very professional and you have to go to the business page manager or to the app of the ad management because the ad management app has like 10,000 ways that you can you can promote your page, do carousel ads, pretty cool stuff to make it more appealing to the consumer, even though it's for your own self. Um, I personally, when I post the cars, I crop the dealership's name <laughs> because I want people to ask for me and say, hey, okay, I'm going to ask for Melissa. Where does she work? Because my Facebook page does not have an address. Let's talk about Marketplace, which is the, the <laughs> on the top. Everybody's been waiting for Marketplace, and we kept it until the end. But before we go there, Derek says, do you all find that a lot of dealers still don't like salespeople putting their own ads on social media without dealer consent? Yep, there's a lot. The only way that you can get in trouble is what I, I said, like compliance. You do have to sit with your manager and figure out what is the strategy. Because if, and hopefully only you do it. Because if all the dealership does it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, um, it's a, a puzzle. And actually right now they, they put me to the side. They're like, hey, well, since you haven't had a lot of success in Marketplace after this situation happened, is it okay if the whole dealership posts for Marketplace? And I said, you know what? Just do whatever. I really don't care anymore. I'm going to keep doing my Facebook ads because I know here in, in Indiana, Facebook Marketplace is not the, the bomb.com. We have a question from uh, my dear friend, William McCormick. He's been... Uh, selling Toyotas for a very, very long time. Melissa, in your experience, have you found a secret sauce blanket strategy for posting vehicles, or is it more effective to target specifically based on what type of vehicle you're showcasing? Um, there is a secret sauce, and there's like at least 20 ways to trick Facebook, at least 20 ways. So let's do one that it's the coolest one that everybody knows that it's the the blue price when the blue, when the car is reduced you're gonna put the the full price of the car right and then you're gonna lower it to three thousand dollars and that's gonna spike attention oh my god what just happened here obviously you gotta change your ad and say this is from the from the beginning have your ad with this is a down payment offer blah, 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 for bad credit, da, 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 because you know you're going to use that strategy three days after the post is there so more people can see it. Because when you post things for $20,000, it's 20 views, 15 views, but as soon as you crank it to 3,000, you're like 2,000 views and 100 messages. That is one of a very big strategy. The second strategy, most important, is when you, um, not, I mean, when you respond to the person, Please do not talk like a salesperson, I beg you. Do not say, hello, miss, whatever. Thank you for messaging me, but this car is just is still available and blah, blah, blah. Don't talk like that. Do Never. not do that. Never. Don't, don't become a salesperson over the thing. You have to be like a friend. One of the things that I have a lot of success is, yes, it's available. My number is 561, blah, 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 blah. Boom, they call you. And then it's your job by the phone to get that person to the dealership. But if you talk all fancy and send these giant paragraphs talking all like, we have amazing deals going on. Da, 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 da. <laughs> don't do that. People will be like, oh, I don't want that. And don't put 30 pictures, please. Do not put 30 pictures. 
Use only five pictures. What, That's what, it. what pictures would you suggest for uh, for the people to take? I usually take I usually take the pictures, so it would be like the so diagonal of the car, mm -hmm. then the then this side of the car, you know the the where you can see the two doors, the the back of the car, like the butt of the car, the dashboard, all the console. You know you can always take it from the back seat and just put the camera so you can see the whole you know the whole front window, the VIN number, which is important, the miles, and that's it. William is asking another question. Do you shoot your photos on the lot or do you stage the photos off-site? What is stage the photos off-site? What is that? Uh, that means if you bring them to maybe a nicer background right around the lake. Nah, on the people deep. don't care. That's why, I, that's why I only post five pictures because people don't care. People want to look at the car, huh? Not even look at the car. When they come, like, oh, yeah, I think it was green. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> you end up selling another car. So, uh, in closing, Melissa, what are some tips that you want to give uh, some salespeople that have not done anything on Facebook? They don't even have a Facebook profile. How should, oh they, gosh. How should they do? Well, there's a lot of those folks. Yeah, I know. A lot. I've been trying to help my, my new peeps at my dealership. Um, I will tell you this. One thing that is super important when you're going to start in general, say Facebook sales, is to have your profile. Um, try not to post in your profile the cars. Just make a profile, uh, a business page for yourself. Even though it only has one person, doesn't matter. You grow it little by little. And start generating a lot of videos. Start doing a lot of lives. Start, you know, don't do random walk-arounds. Do exciting walk-arounds. Don't talk about features here and there just talk about why is this car different and why would it be better for you to buy it or why is it on sale why is it this color and different from other colors why this color only came in 2019 and it's not gonna be anymore in 2020 just try to be a little bit different um obviously with facebook marketplace you can actually post the car in a lot of groups i do not suggest to do a lot of groups i suggest you to create a group in your city doesn't matter if other people post on it, but you're the owner of the group. So I have a group here and I have a group in Florida and I will post my cars there and I will let other people post their cars there. I'm more consistent, so my posts are going to appear more. So everybody has different cars. We can't say because it's Chevy, this is Audi, this is um, Ford or Dodge or whatever. Create a Facebook, uh, Facebook group for yourself and let people join from everywhere. It's pretty good. The Facebook group works wonderful. Yeah. Um, just just try to be more social. Try to add as much people as you can. Um, one thing that I've seen is people are, tend to create two Facebook profiles, having a Facebook profile for themselves and another one. Don't do that. Even though you have to have 5,000 people that don't know you, you can select who can see your posts. So there's some posts that I leave public and there's some posts that I only keep for friends because I do have like 12,000, 1,200 followers so they can actually see other stuff. I try to become like a person. So yeah. people will know that I'm a worker from Christy Hebrew Chevrolet, but I want people to know who I am. And then when I, I randomly do lives at work and obviously here, my tag is here. Myself is here, and they say, "Hey, that girl is kind of cool." Yeah. Maybe I'll just, you know, message her on Facebook and see what car she has. I do not post nothing of cars in my Facebook. I go to my my business page. So that's a way to start. If you're starting, don't overwhelm your friends with Facebook posts of where you work. So, um, Melissa, 
We've had a phenomenal evening and you shared so much with us. Uh, what is the easiest way for people to get a hold of you? Um, you can just search for Melissa Gomez on Facebook. You'll see this pretty face. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the easiest way. Um, you can also search with um, Mel Sells Cars. If you put Mel Sells Cars, it will show my profile and it will show my Facebook business page, both of them. Melissa, it's been amazing. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Share this live stream if you think that uh, could help somebody struggling with Facebook ads. Make it a great night and we'll catch you again next week.